I'm Jared. And I'm Eric. And you are listening to the Ascend Podcast, where college and university leaders, thinkers, and innovators come to learn practical and proven strategies for improving retention rates, graduation rates, and overall student success. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Ascend Podcast. I am Eric Kirby, and joining me as always, my trusty co-host, Dr. Jared Tippis. Jared, good to be with you today. Hey Eric, it's good to see you after a little bit of a layoff here. Nice to be back together recording a few of these. Hope you had a great new year and a great time between uh, the holiday break. Yeah, same to you. Happy New Year and good to see your face again. Hey, so today we're going to be talking about uh, one of the levers we pull from our culture part of the Ascend model. And this is creating a culture of accountability by assigning goals, metrics, and expectations for each unit and each individual. So in a previous podcast, we did talk about unit effectiveness plans or UEPs. Jared, start walking us through what might be a logical step or a follow-up after those UEPs are drafted. Yeah, for our listeners who didn't get a chance yet to listen to the unit effectiveness plan podcast episode that we did. This is just a annual process whereby we have all of the units, all of the different departments do a annual kind of review of who they are, why they exist, what their goals are, and in what ways they influence student success on campus. And so I've, after units have completed this annual kind of review these unit effectiveness plans. The next step then is to start thinking about, okay, how are we going to accomplish these goals? How are we going to make sure that we are achieving the desired outcomes and metrics and expectations for each of these departments? And so it's important to create a culture on campus where the leaders of the organizations are are pushing, nudging, and even holding people accountable for these expectations. I think in higher education, that's actually been one of the things we don't do near as well as they do in the corporate world, right? So, you know, you as a management and leadership professor who teaches in the MBA program, right? You talk a lot about these sorts of things with with your students, right? These expectations within the organization that we meet goals and and we meet desired metrics and outcomes and those sorts of things. And, And in higher ed, I don't think we're very good at times at saying to people, this is what we need you to do. And this is how we're going to measure your success and then hold them accountable to those pieces. Yeah. And I think you're hitting on some really important stuff and in higher ed and quite frankly, in a lot of businesses and organizations, we're great at developing or thinking through a 30,000 foot vision of what we want to accomplish but then actually developing the milestones, the metrics of of how are we going to do it? What are the steps? Where should we be in a week? Where should we be in a month? Where should we be in a year? That is significantly lacking. More importantly, I don't think we do a very good job in higher ed of actually training managers and supervisors on all levels of how to actually go about creating this, implementing it, and then holding their teams accountable for this stuff. And so consequently, we may have great intentions at the beginning, we may have great ideas, but where we're missing that level of accountability and that know-how to hold individuals accountable uh, for what we've created or collectively created, that's where the, the wheels fall off. So so walk, walk us through maybe some examples or, or how this actually looks in the practice of 
of higher ed. Well, one quick example, and we talk about this in our book, is academic advising, right? Uh, when we go out consulting and working with other institutions and we talk about academic advising, we find very similar things on other campuses that we found on our campus. And that is that academic advisors are really well-intentioned, outstanding, caring individuals who want to serve students, but they're often just reactive and fill their days with appointments as they come in. Some days they'll be slammed and busy all day long. And other days they may not be as busy, just depending on what the student needs are. But, you know, we came in and said, hey, it's with academic advisors, we ought to at least have an expectation that they are meeting with a certain number of students every day. And therefore, it means that they have to get proactive in reaching out to students on less busy days to fill their appointments with students who need to be seen and students that they could offer care and support to. And so establishing some metric, whatever it is that advisors needed to meet on a daily basis in terms of the number of students they should see daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, and then holding people accountable to those by providing the appropriate amount of support and care and training and all those sorts of things. What ends up happening, Eric, and did on our campus and, and does with other campuses that we work with is that people begin to self-select out when it's not the right fit for them. And when you start to create these cultures of accountability and expectations, uh, for some, they thrive in that. They want that. They desire to have some sort of accountability and some sort of support and some sort of challenge in, to go for in their daily work. And others, it's just not the right fit. And so it's important for organizations to find other spots for them on campus or other jobs that do fit in better, right? Um, and so anyway, that's a quick uh, example with academic advising, certain number of appointments across the week, the month, however you want to measure that. But then most importantly, having those uncomfortable conversations with staff at times and holding them accountable to it. Yeah. And I think some of the important parts interwoven in that um, hinge around that as a manager or supervisor, one, you have to normalize that it's okay to feel a little awkward in measuring these kind of things. And it's okay to feel awkward and maybe not knowing how to be proactive or how to do that outreach. And so I remember when we made this shift, we tried to make sure we provided resources and training uh, and, and help normalize that. Look, this is a new game. This is a new shift in this outreach and being proactive and, and keeping track of some of this stuff. So we're willing to work with anyone who, who wants to, come along who need maybe needs a, a couple of hints or nudges or a little bit of education on some of the ways that uh, you can be more proactive or how to have those hard conversations with students or how to get more in their their face or their territory and so that becomes an important part as well that when when you're creating these metrics when you're creating this level of accountability the proper training and the proper resources have to be given to the individual in order to complete that. So they just don't feel that they're getting hung out to dry and that there's nothing they can do or, or no no way for them them to change. So that, that becomes an important part of uh, accountability as well, right? That's right. And uh, something that you just said there reminded me of the importance of developing metrics and goals with the individuals who will be held accountable for them, right? It's It's really unfair for a manager to come in and just place unrealistic, unattainable goals on people's plates. And so 
developing those together. I think that's a really important part of the process. And this can go all the way across the division of student affairs or student success or any of these sorts of areas. You know, we just share one example of academic advisors, but the same can be said for student activities. You know, the numbers of students that you want to try to have attending your events or the number of events you put on, or maybe it's persistence and retention rate goals and metrics for individual units like a multicultural center or a, an adult student services center or a veteran center. Uh, maybe it's uh, the number of appointments that financial aid counselors see or the number of career assessments that your career center hits or the number of employers that come to career fairs, right? I, I think oftentimes we just sort of do the events, do the activities, but we don't often set a little bit of a stretch goal out there for us to push our growth. And, uh, and what we've always found is that everybody rises to the occasion. People always are pushed towards achieving those goals. And in the end, right, more students' lives are changed. And that's the goal here. And it has to be through that lens, right? That we are doing this to better support students and to change more lives. That has to be the ultimate goal in all of these metrics that we are, we're setting and pushing people and ultimately holding them accountable to. Yeah. And, and you bring up a good point with, with involving the team, involving the other supervisors that, that will be overseeing this, involving them and helping them create the metrics. Because as, as we know, people will support what they help create. And I think one of the things that's important for leaders that are trying to get teams to adopt these metrics and ways to hold people accountable, do a little bit of research, create some benchmarks, figure out what other institutions are doing, actually spend some time figuring out what is doable. So when you do set that stretch goal, if you will, it is reasonable. And what we have found is when you have that back data, when you have some of that benchmarking data, these conversations generally flow a lot better as opposed to just randomly making something up or randomly selecting something that you really have no basis for whether or not it's doable or whether it's going to cause a significant amount of burnout or whether it's completely um, way too low for your team and what, what is doable. Yeah. So that's it for today on creating a culture of accountability by assigning goals, metrics, and expectations for each unit and each individual. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week for another episode of the Ascend Podcast. Take care. You've been listening to the Ascend Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, we hope you'll give us a like on your preferred listening platform and leave us a review. We also would invite you to connect with us on LinkedIn by simply searching for us, Jared Tippetts and Eric Kirby, where we would love to continue discussing today's topic with you. And for more practical and proven strategies, just like the one you learned about today, check out our book, Ascend to Higher Retention Rates, Practical Strategies for Increasing Student Retention, Completion, and Student Success, which can be purchased on Amazon.com or on our website, www.tippetskirby.com. We'll be back again soon with another podcast. Until then, keep on raging.